FM Rewind. Power 88.1. Power FM Drive. Now we have just been uh, opening up this conversation with you, speaking about how you know HR, which was probably known as Human Resources, usually handles the open enrollment process each year. You know, providing information about benefit options and enrolling and re-enrolling employees for these benefits. Now, often in the workplace, we see that the conversation surrounding these benefits or compensations and even salaries is often obviously like sometimes hush-hush. No one really wants to talk about it, put the numbers out there. But you know what? Let's bring somebody who is probably usually part of these conversations in the private rooms that people would rather have them in. It's Leila except the director of Infinity Different, has a degree in HR, industrial psychology, and vast years of over 20 years of experience in various aspects of HR. Leila, I think since it's the first time I'm back, Shadrin, you happy new year and to you nana and yes indeed so we're talking about these benefits that uh, you can definitely be part of but in the conversation itself what do conventional benefits package actually include or what do they involve okay so there's no such thing as conventional benefit packages anymore because um, companies have become quite creative in, in how they do it but let's just cover the statutory ones, or the ones, the basic conditions that you have to have. So there's overtime if you are eligible for overtime, and we'll talk about that um, in a bit. There's family responsibility leave, annual leave, sick leave, maternity leave, which could be paid or unpaid, and then unemployment insurance and compensation for occupational injury and disease. Now, the statutory benefits are usually grudge. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't call it a grudge purchase. But employees want to know, why do I have to have these things? You mm. only understand the benefit of UIS when you are unemployed and you can collect something. Oh, yes. Um, yes. For the years that you've contributed. Compensation for occupational injury and disease is, again, something that, that you're not wild about. But when you are injured on work, um, at work or on duty, um, that really comes in handy to help cover all of your medical bills. Now, let's actually... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. To carry on. Yeah, Apologies sorry. there. In terms of additional benefits, yes. um, you could get a, a medical aid or a hospital plan, um, depending on the type of work you do. If you're an Uber driver or um, Checker 6060 driver, there's there's now um, cover for emergencies. So oh, when you're on the road oh. and, and you're hurt, that you get covered just for the emergency um part of it do so you get taken to the nearest hospital which is private or, or public makes sense so there's all there's all sorts of different medical um covers that can be made available then there's bonuses there's discretionary bonuses and performance bonuses performance bonuses are obviously based on your performance and the company's performance and discretionary bonuses are what we used to know as 13 checks and are given at the discretion of the company then there's um, retirement annuity or pension um, and group life cover, and those are all kinds of cover that are covered by the company um, or contribute towards your retirement annuity. Then there's fun stuff like paid time off, or the buzzword right now is PTO. Um, so paid time off, pajama days or wellness days, however you want to call them. And these are just days where the company goes, you know what? take a day off today. Okay. You don't have to take it off your annual leave, just take a day off. Um, then you get bursaries, gym membership, subsidized meals um, or meal allowances, car allowances, cell phone allowances or reimbursement 
work from home, flexible hours, travel stipends and, and meal allowances, childcare. So some companies have set up an entire crash um, where breastfeeding mothers can go and feed um, as and when they need to. There's shares and profit shares, and then there's wellness programs and employee assistance programs for your mental health. So you're missing quite a few there, right, that someone can possibly alert to when it comes to maybe discussing about these packages, maybe perhaps in their interview processes and so forth. I want to ask, though, once you do essentially get, uh, you're part of now the company or wherever you're working, would I... Is it actually okay to sort of discuss your salaries and remuneration in the workplace? Or is it something that you should rather keep private, you know? Is it good ethical practice to actually just be open and say, hey, I'm earning about 10 rand and these are my packages uh, within the workplace? Or is it something you should rather keep private? So if it's not, if the remuneration package is not mentioned on the advert and towards the end of the interview they haven't mentioned anything, then to ensure that you're not wasting their time and yours, um, a script you could possibly use is, I'm really keen on this position based on what I've heard from you. Would it be possible for you to share if the salary range I'm looking for is within your budget? Um, I would hate for us to proceed if this is not going to work out for either one of us. And then if they give you a, a salary uh-huh. range, then you can say, does that include benefits? If it does include benefits, what? benefits are included because I'm currently receiving A, B, C, D and E. And just before we go to our news headlines uh, in just a moment, Sam, what are factors that contribute to one's compensation? Would it be your qualification? Maybe your level of education? Is it maybe how much time you spent within the company? What are some uh, factors you can just mention in about uh, under a minute or so? Okay, so it's all of the above. It's your qualifications, your experience, your skills, the quality of your work, technologies you worked on, um, how long you've been at the company and, you know, how many increases you've received from the time you started. Um, you may have worked in a desired previous industry and they brought you across, they had to pay performance bonuses or sign-on bonuses. The actual work that you do, your success in your performance, your level of decision-making, um, whether it's shift work, dangerous work, um, and then stuff like you need to be on call, um, 24-7 because we need to, you know, if there's an emergency or yes, um, yes. if you need to take an international call. Oh, makes so much sense. You know, I think this is something that people may find quite presumptuous. Like, oh, why are you asking for benefits? Did you just actually just want to work there? But I think it's still quite important because you don't, you, you want to basically make your, your workload easier. And I think these benefits do come a long way. Like you did say, like, for example, UIF, you realize it when you actually may not have the job anymore. But I want to thank, thank you, you so you. much for your time, all the time, Leila. Let's revisit these more important work-based conversations. Same time next week. Perfect. Take care. Leila Esteb joining us, talking to us about some benefits that maybe you are not even aware of, like paid time off. I might need to discuss that with management. I think I need that in my package. Uh, just, you know, just, you know, a wellness day for myself. I know I just started, so they're probably thinking, my sister, you just arrived. But, you know, these are conversations we have every single Tuesday around the recruitment connection. FM Rewind. Wow. 88.1. Vow FM Drive every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. on Vow FM 88.1.